to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. And today we are going to be discussing The Girl from the Well, which is by Rin Chpeko. Actually, I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly. And was published in 2014 by Source Books Fire, which is an imprint of Source Books Incorporated. And Chupeco is a Chinese author born in the Philippines, and they identify as non-binary and use they, them pronouns. And The Girl from the Well is their first book ever published, uh, obviously back in 2014. The plot of the story is Okiko is a vengeful spirit who guards over children in harm. When she comes across Tarkin, she becomes curious about unusual tattoos he possesses. It leads her to protect Tarkin and his cousin Callie as she tries to unravel why Tarkin is different. I got so close. (laughs) I got so close and my mouth said no. Alrighty, so we'll start with you, Kim. What did you think of this book? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, you liked it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like rave about it. Yeah, <laughs> I liked I liked the take of from an American point of view the ring bad guy. I say in air quotes being the perspective of the book. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Sarah? How did you feel? Um, I'm just gonna kind of read my impression that I wrote after I read it because I don't really remember anymore. But um, my impression, uh, God, I don't want to be the asshole, but (laughs) I thought overall that it was just dull and uninteresting. Um, It wasn't painful to read, but I wouldn't say it was enjoyable. Basically, it's just a fairly standard and kind of unremarkable possession story uh, with a bit of Casper, the friendly ghost, kind of thrown in there. Um, okay. Honestly, I, I haven't seen Casper in a long time. I was going to so say, like, I don't know if there's any actual this, plot process. This ghost actually ripped people apart but from the inside like, out. I think I'm that's a little beyond Casper. Yeah, just go for the allies ghost thing here. Okay, okay. Um, and I thought that the writing itself was just really flat, and I really hated how she did those dumb, disjointed lines. I didn't think that was they. very effective. Sorry, they. Um, <laughs> I did not know that they were non-binary until you mentioned that. Just I know, I just wanted to be... Yeah. But yeah, I didn't like how they... Okay, so can I see your book? Because, again, I read the digital copy. I, I was going to ask about this. Does, do it those do, yeah, weird it does things do throughout the, the weird disjointed um, Yeah, first lines. I thought it was an editing error, and yeah. then I was like, you oh, I guess that's it. great. Yeah. yeah. I actually kind of liked it. I didn't hate it. I didn't... I honestly... It was different for me about the, the line breakup thing. I, yeah, I didn't think it added anything and it just kind of distracted me when it would happen. So that's my main issue there. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I really liked this book, but for me, it, how do I explain this? It, it feels like my childhood. (laughs) Yes. Yes. When you were haunted by that girl. (laughs) No, because when I was in my teens is when The Ring and The Grudge came out. And it very it's that ghost. It, that is a legend in Japan. Okiko is a legend. And that is what The Ring and The Grudge is based on. Um, and then on top of that, I lived in Japan for three years from the ages of nine to 12. Um, and I felt like this really embraced that culture. And there was understanding of it. 
And honestly, when I read it, I could very much visualize how it would play out as a movie. Um, I, I felt like I was reading a movie. And I think a lot of authors try to do that and aren't always successful in it, either because they spend too much this time describing things or they really aren't visualizing what they're trying to tell you. And I feel like this author, they did a really good job of, of creating the moment, the scene. And I thoroughly enjoyed it because I, I could picture what was happening. Um, and I thought it was a little creepy at times because this was not a like a, a a Casper style ghost, honestly. Um, she was she was killing pedophiles left, right, and center, and I was there for it. <laughs> I was like, yes, make it more gruesome. I don't um, think they were pedophile. I mean, I think they yeah, were. they were. Yeah, I thought they were murderers, but it was only of children. Of children, and I feel like, like that is, there that is a that sexual is a, component to the crime. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I didn't think that the component of the crime was necessitated by them being a pedophile. Well, I think Mr. whatever his face was, smiley face. Yeah. I think he was definitely. Yeah. The guy in the apartment, maybe he just killed a girl. Yeah. But I mean, the teenagers, they probably did some shit. They did stuff. Although they were also minors. So Again. Can minors be pedophiles? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I just, I'm just saying yes. Because often when children are murdered there is a sexual aspect to it but this is a happy podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah but i wouldn't i i don't think one is predicated on the other i don't no, think no, it's ne a necessity for mr smiley face because i can't remember his name he said i'm going to kill you callie and then you i'm going to take him and we're going to go play for a while and then i'll kill him too right i, I i'm just saying not all of them must be pedophiles oh, in order to be killed by her. Oh, no, no, I wasn't trying to say that. I was okay. saying I love the fact that she was out there killing the children killers and, like, ripping apart the pedophiles. I was okay. I was in full support of that. Okay, okay. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Whether it be murdering or pedophilia, both bad, particularly towards children. <laughs> Things I didn't think I should ever say in my life on the record. Um, but I liked it. And I liked the fact that Okay, so I'm gonna get okay, so I'm sorry. I am tripping on this because in order because the premise is she is avenging those that were murdered like herself. Yeah. And she was a child she was young. She, she wasn't was young. a child. Um well. Okay. Modern times, she was a child. Those times, not a child. Um, she, there was no pedophilia aspect to her murder. Am I not he remembering? Claimed to love her, tricked her, and then his second in command tortured her. Again, where is this pedophilia? I I think the idea is 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 people who murder, torture, rape. Do bad things to young individuals, she goes after them. Okay. I don't think it's specifically just pedophilia. Okay, okay. I just particularly liked the one that was clearly a pedophile being ripped up. Okay. <laughs> I don't even think she killed him. It was the woman in the mask that killed that guy. Yeah. That's why he got ripped up instead of drowned. Either way, I loved the killing of them. I, I, I just, this is going to be a difficult podcast. <laughs> I would just like to be clear. I liked the fact that she 
was vengeful to those who were harmful to children in whatever capacity. Okay. I took it as most of the time they were likely either torturing or pedophilia, which is a spectrum, but like still both very bad. And I took it. (laughs) I took it because she was tricked into falling in love with the leader of her home. And then she was tortured by his second in command because he did things to her. Didn't specify what, just that things were done to her. I can mention something about like her nails being ripped out or something. And then he dropped her down a well. Well, not a whale, a well. She was dropped down a well. And so she turned around because she was young and innocent and didn't understand what was being done to her. Then turns around and takes vengeance on those who are harming, harming those that are young children who can't defend themselves. Okay. I don't know why I'm sitting here defending pedophiles. <laughs> I, I'm absolutely not. You're not. I'm um, not saying you're defending I, yeah, pedophiles. I, I, it's, I, I, I didn't get a strong sexual component to all of it. Yes, some of it was... Well, actually, I would say none of it was clearly stated as being the one guy wanted Tark. Yes. Um... I don't have it marked because I didn't think I needed to mark it. But he he comments something about you're not my type. So I'm going to kill you, Callie. And then I'm going to take Tark. But he didn't know his name. He, I think he says the boy and we're going to go play before I kill him. And that's the extent. That is what okay, he said. Okay, okay. But I took that as. I was going to say there were a whole lot of other killings going on. Yes, here but that I weren't I, that I was asking. I was focused on that one. Clearly. <laughs> and I liked the vengeance in that. And and I, you know, I, I just took it as these were men. I don't think there were any women. Were there any women? Did she kill any women Not that harmed children? in the story. Okay. Um, who have been doing harmful things to children. And so she sought vengeance okay. and it become like this almost godlike being without being a godlike being. So I just, I liked it. Now that we've spent 10 minutes of that. <laughs> oh. Okay, so let's start with Tarkin. Tark. What did you guys think of Tark? I feel bad for him. That was my biggest thing. I just felt bad for him. He no, None of this did he have any choice in. I was not expecting his vengeful spirit, the one that he was housing, to be his aunt. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of, I figured that one out pretty early on. Once, once it was mentioned enough that she used to be doing the same thing as his mother, then I was like, oh, it's going to be the aunt, isn't it? But like, I was hopeful that it was just like a random spirit and not family. What about you, Sarah? What? <laughs> did you care whether it, it was, was the aunt or, or did you have any thoughts on Tar? There's not even time for a mystery because she just tells you everything as it happens. Okay, that's like, a thought. She just makes it super obvious that, oh, he's a vessel for the spirit or whatever because of his tattoos. Cause she mentions the tattoos and then you get an explanation for it like 10 pages later. Um, yeah, and I mean, it mentioned something about the lady like not being able to, like what you said. I'm sorry, my words are leaving me. The aunt? I'm not sure what you're saying. Yeah, like how it was another lady who did the whole exorcism thing shit i don't know 
But it was pretty clear that it was some lady who used to do the spirit stuff. That was his aunt. Yeah. 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 So then you knew at that point that it was his aunt. And yeah. It was like, oh, wow. Okay. Actually, yeah, oh, was... wow is not even accurate. It was just like, uh-huh. And you just keep flipping through yeah. and reading. It, it wasn't... It wasn't a mystery. It wasn't, but I don't yeah, think it I was intended to be I a mystery. I didn't get any tension. I didn't get any suspense. There was no, no mystery, which this. is why I think it would have worked better as a movie, because then you could have, like, shots with, like, background music and the way you frame. Oh, yeah. It would, it would it, work better, but, like, as a book, it's just, like, But whatever. even, I mean, and, and so there is The Ring, which is an American film. There is it's a Jap- Japanese version. Yeah, oh, that's sorry. what I was going to say. <laughs> Whole sentences. Sorry. I love them. Um, the no. the Japanese version of that movie is phenomenal. Oh, it's terrifying! So good. Oh my god! Um, especially if you've ever lived in Japan and knowing how small their homes are and, Her and going how down the stairs. Yeah, how how <laughs> tight everything is. It's kind of hard to explain the houses. It, yeah, there's not a lot of space. Um, in Japan, in, in oh no, Japanese. I'm thinking the Grudge, the Japanese version of the Grudge. Maybe I don't it's know the Grudge I'm thinking of. I, I don't think, know. I think that's the one. I know I've seen the Japanese version of the Grudge, and her slipping her hands out from underneath the bed, and like the level of like makeup artistry that was done on those hands, they were gross. They were shredded, and then you watch her just but do the weird like body. I think that's just, the only oh. thing that's interesting for me about this book is the fact that. It's telling Okiko's story. Yeah. Rather than... But not really. You get glimpses of her past, but it's mostly yeah. about this kid and this girl who are not... See, I found it more about Okiko than the kid and... and yeah, I, I felt the same way. And I, I thought it... I think it was looking at ghosts from a, a non-Western perspective. Um, Possibly. Because I don't we, know enough about Japanese... Um, I don't want to say mythology. It's not yeah. mythology. Um, lore, it's lore on on ghosts. I don't. I don't know enough about it. So what I found. I mean, obviously, we can compare this to say the graveyard apartment. We've read the graveyard apartment. That's Japanese literature. This one is actually technically written by Filipino Chinese. Um, really, really? Can I see your book for a second? Yeah, I, just, I said at the beginning that the I author is, is I, Chinese I literally and was not born in the Philippines. I was literally not listening to you when <laughs> you were talking in the beginning. <laughs> um, you're making me lose my spot. Which that's going to have um, outdated. It's going to um, their original gender, not yeah, their yours. current gender. So just to be mindful. Um, but I thought it was interesting because... How was I going to say before all this? Because I lost it. Um, it doesn't feel Western to me on how this, the, are you still flipping? Mm-hmm. I have it here. No, you just okay. say something. Just, you talk. I can look at shit while you're talking. Sorry. I'm in a contrary wow. mood. <laughs> I'm in a um, argue with you. Mood. I can tell. Sorry. Uh, so I just like the fact that it had, it didn't feel like a traditional Western style, like ghost story where it would necessarily, you know, have lots of suspense in the mystery of it. And instead it was, it's just literally a story that has a ghost in it. I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. 
Did you just pause? No, I'm just trying to click like, back on it. No, I was like, you guys are both like. <laughs> I'm, I, okay. Sometimes I feel like you just give books more credit than they really need. <laughs> because again, I'm the asshole in this scenario. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to make you the asshole. No, what I think is, is I think as an opportunity to, because this is a young adult book. So an opportunity to expose young adults, which is anywhere from the ages of 13 to 18, um, if not older, to expose them to a horror genre when they maybe aren't there yet, maybe haven't started reading that kind of stuff, exposing them to an Asian culture that's possibly different than their own. It offers the opportunity to explore Okay, so, 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 um, this is where I am now tripping up. So nothing about this book made me go, I'm curious about this writer, which is something that kind of means it's not really hitting hard with me if I'm Mm -hmm. not interested. It, I now get the flatness in it to me. It's not Japanese. They're not Japanese. Sorry, they're not <laughs> Japanese. Um, and and these cultures, they're in a kind of a tight area, and they're not particularly fond of each other. So to have a Filipino writer writing about Japanese ghost oh. stories is is. Okay, but I want to be clear. They're they're of Chinese, Mali, Thai, and Filipino descent. So which it's, none of which are Japanese. I <laughs> I know none of those are Japanese, but I'm saying the 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 diversity of their background I don't think necessarily hinders their ability then to write a Japanese story. I don't think it hinders their ability to write any story. Um, I wonder what the Japanese people think of. I mean, did they live in Japan at all? Not that I could see. Um, let me see here. They lived in Manila. Yeah, and they still live in Manila. Yeah. Um, what it okay? So what Wikipedia says is, as a child, Chipeko was fascinated with ghost stories, saying that they were drawn in absolute injustice of Japanese tales that tended to favor male aggressors and never ended positively for women. They collected the works of Peter Straub, which I've actually not heard of, uh, Stephen King, Shirley Jackson, Edgar Allan Poe, and Christopher Pike. Their favorite story is that of, oh, I'm going to say this wrong and I apologize, Kuchaska Ona. Uh, they describe themselves as pansexual, liberal, atheist, to Pecco is non-binary and uses they, them pronouns. Um, prior to becoming an author, Chupacco was uh, worked as a graphic designer. So that's the extent of what is available to me in this. Okay, so what? I, okay, so I'll let go of, of what I know of the Asian cultures and how they feel about each other. Yeah, and that's that's what I wanted to specify with that. Being descended from multiple cultures, I don't think that precludes them from, I don't, they may have a favoritism towards a particular Asian culture and it could jade how they see other cultures, but I think also it just opens up the possibility that they've just been 
exploring all possibilities. And okay, so where letting go of that, mm -hmm. I now understand why it felt flat to me. Okay. So that that explains that. Okay. Um, and makes me think that the writer doesn't have a lot of experience actually in Japan because when I wanted them to be writing about the shrine they were at, mm -hmm. I wanted more depth. Okay. And it, it came across as they looked at pictures. Which is um, fair. And because, I mean, having been in, in the shrines and having been, I mean, yeah, it, it, you, their, their simplicity is beautiful. And I wasn't yeah. getting any of that. But anyway, so well, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm coming to understandings of some of my reactions. Well, and, and this is a first book, which means it does have what any first book. God, you love to defend these first book writers. <laughs> I do, because it's not easy to write your oh, first no, book. It's even, not. even if you've written like five other failed books before then, well, yeah. the first published book, one, you don't, I don't know what the relationship was with their editor is. It could be the editor really pushed for particular things. And so they felt the need to make adjustments. It could be that they really hadn't the level of time and commitment to just do the research. First authors are always trying and I'm always going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'd say, yeah, okay, I agree with everything you say. And and I and I'm still I'm tripping over this. Why the Philippine culture has such a rich ghost history. Why would why why not delve into your own? Probably because for the very reason that I looked at it and said, ooh, that would be interesting, is because the ring, the grudge, the exorcist, those are things that people recognize. And so when trying to sell a book, this author probably thought no one's going to go, ooh, Philippines ghost. I know that story. But if I tell them a ghost story that's similar to the ring or the grudge, they're going to want to read it. Okay. I mean, if you, you would I have loved for this to have been Philippines? Yes. And that's what I was going to say is when you look at Asian ghost stories, typically they treat their haunts as intelligent, which the Western culture we see things more as replaying in the moment we have an intelligent versus unintelligent haunt. Um, so I liked exploring the awareness of a ghost, the vengeance yeah, of a no, ghost. Yeah, and, and I said that from the beginning. I, and I think that's, that's representative of all Asian cultures because I've, I've come across a couple of different Chinese and stuff. Um, I think Filipinos too, but I can't remember. Um, and there's a certain level of intelligent vengefulness to their haunts because they believe typically, and this is just my brief dabbling in this, and if I'm incorrect, and if someone is more than welcome to correct me, they believe that typically haunts are due to traumatic experiences and that non-traumatic experiences, those ghosts, those people pass on. They don't actively choose to stay. So I like that for this. Yeah. What do you think, Sarah? I mean, isn't that standard for ghosts? Traumatic experiences create a haunt? That's like what I always see in ghost stories. Um, no, in Western culture. Um, our intelligent haunts that we favor, like in terms of stories and stuff, like movies, yes, those tend to be what we consider intelligent haunts. But no, in Western culture, we believe that there are intelligent haunts 
where you're going to see a response back and forth um, with the ghost entity. And then you have what are called like flashback or loop haunts where it's believed that the ghost is just stuck repeating the same thing over and over and over again without any awareness of anything going on around it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, I don't. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so Tark, we were talking about Tark way back yeah. then. Uh, <laughs> oh, I will say about Tark. I mean, he gave me Naruto vibes, so there was that. <laughs> I know nothing about Naruto. <laughs> I don't know much about it either because I uh, only read part of the manga because I got the Shonen Jump comics in high school, but they started like they were already well into the story, and I was like, my Aren't nephew's reading pictures? them now. Yeah. Um, from Let's hand him this and see what he thinks of me. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Actually, he'd probably quite enjoy this. He probably would. Um, assuming he would bother to sit down and read. Yeah. Um, so it gave you Naruto vibes. Okay. Well, Tark did. Tark did. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Because Naruto, from what I understand, it was a, he's a kid, he's a character kid, young boy. When he was first born, there was a monster terrorizing the village, like a magical monster. Okay. QB or whatever, the nine-tailed fox. Um, and so to stop it, they had to seal it in him, as it ended up being. Also, I think partly his father, but that's not important, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so he's growing up and he has these, he has like a seal on him and everything to okay. keep it from escaping. I so mean, she could very well have drawn from that. So yeah, we talked about mean, the seals. Yeah. So I'm going to say I think that they both drew on the same background information and not necessarily that she, this right, author. Not that she was like reading Naruto. They. She's like, they, oh, fuck me. <laughs> uh, they were reading Naruto and they're like, I want to use that yeah, idea. I'm just going to, no one will notice. It's definitely not a super popular anime or anything, but. I mean, that's just, it just it got in my head and I couldn't okay. see it. Oh, which probably didn't help with, with liking it because it probably made it hard to take Tark serious. I mean, I didn't really care about Tark. I didn't care about any of the characters. Okay. Okay. okay, so now I'm realizing as I was picturing him, I was picturing your typical Japanese anime because the versions we get here tend to be very almost westernized, but not. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and he's, he's an American kid. Um, if, but he's got Japanese heritage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was picturing the whole, you know, the spiky hair. Well, he, yeah, I mean, around. he's described yeah. as having spiky black yeah, I know, hair. Which I, know. I was like, that's not even... And blue eyes. The blue eyes was the only thing that really threw me off. Naruto has blue eyes. <laughs> um, actually, there's a lot of the times in mangas in order to make no, someone I know, look I know. Like, they extraordinary. Always. They like to give them like weird colored hair or eye colors in order to... I don't think there's any if, to say that she drew from the the mangas. They, <laughs> I apologize. I could have sworn I looked at the author profile and like in the back of the book it does use their old oh, pronouns. Yeah, maybe that's but no, I saw a picture of them too. I could have sworn their preferred pronouns. And unfortunately, I'm aware of the fact that in the last couple of years. 
Um, there has been some problems where other authors were not respecting their pronouns, which is why I'm being so like, oh, this author, this author has had some issues with people not respecting their pronouns, which is why I keep kind of trying to, why I keep I correcting like, you guys. And I know okay, you're not so doing it as. My, mine is not disrespect. Mine is speaking quickly. And so yeah. the, the automatic and I could have sworn that I looked at their profile. So. Maybe I thought maybe on Goodreads, but I looked it up on Goodreads and it does not match what I remember seeing. So now I'm like, I don't know where I saw this image of this author. Um, but anyway, so yeah. so there's no disrespect in saying that that they may have pulled inspiration from Longest. That, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I yeah. As I say, I think you pull inspiration for wherever you pull it from. So yeah. if an image helps you write a character well this person then you go forward this author with writing that character graphic designers they right. clearly write visual right they see their scene yeah um which which is probably why you get the 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 breaks in the sentences that are weird that you didn't like sarah it is it's it's probably something that was visually a component of her writing there there um, <laughs> i tried to correct you and i used the wrong word <laughs> did i say she yes yeah, you said, said she. Hey, and then i said her which <laughs> they that's this is, gonna, this is gonna get irritating listening to our very sorry this. very sorry yes um to be fair i almost accidentally did it and i was like they we all try to correct each other with the wrong <laughs> No, 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 I was about to, uh, the sentence yeah. I said before that, I, I went, shh, oh, shh, I, I did it also. They. they. <laughs> I'm working more very prepared. consciously. I'm sorry, I almost, like, I almost went, by the way, guys, as a heads up. And I was like, no, because I didn't want to, you know, to, like, play a massive component into how you guys were coming into this. And now I feel bad. I should have warned you guys so you guys knew and... You know that wouldn't have helped me. In I know it wouldn't speaking. helped you. Yeah, I, I speak I way too fast, and and so I fall back on on binary pronouns. Especially because I'm pretty sure I looked up their profile, an old profile, and then it just got in my head that they were. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have decades of speaking that I have to relearn in in life in the way I speak, and, and it's not going well for me. <laughs> You're trying. I'm trying. You're doing a pretty good job. I respect the idea. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's not the idea. I, I respect the decision. Do you guys know how hard it is working at the library? And I want to be polite and say, ma'am or sir. Yep. And I'm like, I can't make that assumption. Um, and so, and particularly when like a patron needs help from one of my coworkers. And I have to say that individual. And so I'm like that patron. <laughs> I'm like, how, how do I make it clear who I need you to help? without assuming gender identification, but still make it clear enough for my coworker where I need the assistance. It is a massive knot in my brain. It is exhausting. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What? I'm tripping over shit at work, so. Oh, it's <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's, it's that, that's always fun. It's, it's really easy, actually, when talking to people at work. I don't ever have to call them anything. Because I can say, excuse me, or, you know, I, I don't have to say ma'am or sir. It's taken so long to train myself not to say ma'am or sir. Um, and it's really weird when then people call me ma'am. And I'm like, I'm not a ma'am. This is not a ma'am situation, but okay. 
Um, but like, do you went for Mademoiselle? Kids call me Mademoiselle. <laughs> I don't know. Man just makes me feel old. Yeah. I have the tutoring I do, and they're like, ma'am, yes, ma'am, okay, ma'am. And I'm like, please call me dude. <laughs> Sup, buddy. Amberly. Person. Hey, ma'am. You. Hey, you. Or just yes, or thank you. I, I don't need the thank you, ma'am, because it kills me a little bit on the inside. <laughs> I need my age. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I got eyes rolled at. Okay. So, Callie. Callie. I liked Callie. I actually liked Callie better than Tark. And found Callie more interesting. I think Callie was more of a component of the story than Tark Yeah, no, no, you get more of Callie than Tark. Mm-hmm. Tark is just there, and then he's mostly trying to not die. Yeah. From the dark spirits, and then... And then the ultimate attempt is up. Sacrifice, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Well, and I think... Again, coming from a Western perspective, Callie is a great insert for people who don't know that culture. She, she doesn't have exposure to it beyond her aunt, who is dead and has been dead for some time, was Japanese. So then she That's goes. So to funny! Japan. I pictured Callie as Japanese. No, I totally pictured Callie She's as white. So white. Yeah, it, I'm just telling you. That's yeah. what I pictured. I, I was. Okay, like with this whole time you thought she was Japanese? I didn't only think she was Japanese. I pictured oh, her as okay. Japanese. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were like just realizing now that she was Japanese. No, 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 okay. no. I knew she wasn't Japanese. I, that doesn't mean I didn't think she wasn't Japanese American. Yeah. But I pictured her. Yeah, he is looking Japanese. Japanese. I thought yeah. she was described as having blonde hair, though. <laughs> she still pictured her. But yeah, she did have blonde hair. I don't um, put a lot of details and descriptions of people when I read them in books. Oh yeah, I, people I are just blurry blobs that I know exist. Yeah, I don't. And their don't. personalities are what I see, not their actual I don't descriptions. deep into the descriptions. I, like, I don't know. Okay, so when I, in our, like, I never visualize how characters look. Their personalities are colors and they are just like a kaleidoscope of personality colors that occupy the space. So imagining amorphous clouds of color in yeah. Yes. I don't I don't picture people. And then I look at fan art and I'm like, it's not what I pictured, but like it's not not what I pictured. There's just not their movement. They're like like I picture the movement, the the we both are looking at me like I'm crazy, and so I'm No, scared. I'm sitting here trying to figure out which colors represent which personality types, but I really don't want to know, because I don't want you to go down that well, because <laughs> we will be talking about that for the next six hours. Well, and it, it depends from character to character. There isn't, yeah, like, I set know. personality so no, colors. It, it, yeah. It's just bizarre, and I, I don't want to go into it. Yeah, they're just like... No offense, I'm totally engaged in your life and love you very much, but... <laughs> I really don't want this broken down for me. <laughs> you, you don't need my drippy, goofy no. people no, no, visuals. No. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're also like smells or tastes, but never like people or feelings. Anyway, let's move on. Callie. Callie. I like Callie. I think she's a great way to provide a insert for a Western audience. Someone that they can relate to as they're trying to figure out this book. Um, particularly looking again at being young adult um, without being too other or different to make it hard. She's coloring over there. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't. I was distracting. Um, 
without being too hard to understand or relate to. I like the fact that we had a male and a female young adult characters and they were related to each other. So there was absolutely zero component of anything being romantic or sexual in this book. Well, that's part of why I picked this book is because it's um, asexual. Like it's recommended if you want, like. I would say it's not asexual. But. Because they're related to each other. It's like a horror story. You don't go to a horror story for romance. You can incorporate it. I was going to say, not, one of the major tropes of a horror story is, is people, whoever has sex, dies. ends up dead. In a certain <laughs> kind of genre. Uh, most like, genres. Where you go into the cabin in the woods, it's like, yeah, then there's like some horny couple that gets killed. It, right. But it's, it, but it's a trope. It's it's a trope that everyone who has sex ends up dead. Yeah, so you don't want story. to have sex. I don't know. I they're, they're not... Usually, like in horror stories, there's actually a strong sexual component to it. Um, because I think think they've done studies where your body has a similar it's response like to horror as you do ro- sex. <laughs> In terms of like adrenaline, anyway, heart so increasing, all that. So yeah. going back, I would not call this an asexual representation. And I would if someone said, hey, you want to read some ace rep? Read this book. I was yeah, like, no. what the fuck? There just wasn't romance. It's not. There, yeah, there was. There was. Well, it's just funny because no. it was on a list for that, and that's yeah. where we came across oh. it. And I recommended or picked it. Okay, so Sarah hated that list. <laughs> I just think it's misrepresenting it. I I I don't know how many truly ace books are out there because it it needs to be a component that the sexual aspect is an aspect. Is it a possibility? But the choice not to do that would would be ace representation. I yeah, or it's acknowledged. Otherwise, anything yeah. that just doesn't happen to have romance in it for whatever reason, it's like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, you could if you wanted to. You could be like, oh, I can see this as ace rep for, you know, whatever. But, like, that would be a choice that you would make when reading it. It's not like you should advertise it to people. Exactly. As, as an ace rep. I also want to be clear that you can also have an asexual book with sex in it. Because there are yeah. people who are asexual who are sex positive. Yes. They just don't seek it. So I just wanted to clarify in case yeah. anyone. The clarification being, I don't think this is ace representation. Yes. Yes. I can. I, I'm getting that. Yeah, I you guys did not feel it was without romance. romance. Yeah. Okay. And, but I like that they were related to each yes. other. Yes. But you know me, I like sibling stories, so yes, it's a thing. I like it. What did you guys think of Okiku? I liked her. I did too. She was aggressive. She's fine. <laughs> I thought she was interesting and very curious for that was like it's the most. Oh my god, the counting was so annoying. I loved the counting. Oh, I loved the counting. I thought it was All a great right. way to create tension. Like- Great way to waste time. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to read this fucking story. I don't care how many teachers are walking in the background. And it did not cause tension or anything. I, oh, no, it wasn't tension to me. I, I thought it was a quirk of her mind. And and we had centuries of this shit going on. And this the, this is something. And then we later find out. I can't remember exactly what nine it was. Plates. Nine Instead plates, yeah. Yeah, and so there's a reason why she got stuck on nine. And so there's a reason why she kept having to count because... Oh, and I love the fact that Callie then used it in order to trigger her. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Callie figured it out and was like, this, this is how I summon her. Yep. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah, no, I like that. But I like, it's one of my writing quirks is to throw weird things into, and it used to used to drive my 
my beta readers just absolutely insane. It's like, will you quit repeating words? And I'm like, no, <laughs> like you must. I said, I won't. It's like, it'll pay off later. Just keep reading. <laughs> I did. I did write one story. Finally, where one of my beta writers, she's just like, this is the only story that it made sense. And it was good in. And I'm like, well, thank you very much. <laughs> Next story, please. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my, my struggle is it's, we, we accidentally got delayed in recording. And I read this quickly. Like, I was into it. I read it quickly. Um, and... It's now been two weeks since I read it, and I can't remember the finer details of it. Yeah, I I, I didn't find it in, engaging enough, and and I read it maybe in, like ten pages at a time. It yeah. took me forever. Oh like, no, I read it like within twenty four hours. I did not have a problem spacing it out. <laughs> you were okay just with like that. yeah. <laughs> we'll and then I learned we were now. delaying it like right before the final chunk, and I was like, I'm just gonna read it because otherwise I'm not gonna know what's going on when I come back here. <laughs> um, but. Why did we delay? I don't remember what happened. Because you had to take that to the airport Oh, airport. Last week. It almost happened again this, this week. week. I know. I know. I was looking at you like, oh. You You're looking at me like I want to drive up All to Santa Barbara? I know. Um, so my struggle in all of this is I got to the end of this and I, I'm actually, I'm, I loved this book. I gave it a high rating. <laughs> We're not supposed to give that away in the beginning. I gave it a high rating. I didn't name my rating. Oh, please. Oh, I wonder what this high rating I was. don't know. But I got She to loved the, the book. <laughs> Such a mystery. <laughs> oh, was, oh, middle fingered. They're flying now. I'm flipping them off, to be clear. This is a dual guns flip off in both directions. Still holding strong. Um... <laughs> Anyway, what I was going put to him away. say. God, just talk. I don't want a second book. I have. I, I actually I feel have, a second book's completely unnecessary. I have very little interest, even though I loved this one, and I have the second book. I don't need more to this story. I can't imagine what it's going to be. Well, well apparently, it's going to involve some suffering. So. On your part or in no, the book? No, because the book title is the suffering. So, okay. So it is implied that someone in this book is going to suffer. Well, I wasn't sure if like you were like playing with the words there to imply that you were going to suffer I mean, too. I could. That, you know, it's entirely possible. Okay. But we don't know for sure. But I was like, I'm content with this being the story. And I'm not sure how I feel about perceiving and it not perceiving well. I want to know who it's about. Well, it's Tark, about Tark, isn't it? Which is, is it? how I knew he wasn't going to die because I was looking at the suffering before I like, read. Girl of course you did. Okay, so that, that, that to me was really obvious at the end that he was going to become a... I don't know. A... a, <laughs> oh. a, a, a Exorcist. So, yeah, it says... 17-year-old Tark knows what it is to be powerless, but Okiko changed that. A restless spirit has ended life as a victim and started death as an avenger. She groomed Tark to destroy the wicked. 
But when darkness pulls them deep into, oh, now I'm kind of interested. I'm going to say this wrong. Um, the suicide forest, Japan's suicide forest. Oh, no. Okiko's justice becomes blurred and Tark is the one who will pay the price. No, they're not doing the forest. Yeah, they did the forest. <sighs> For those who don't know, somebody compared this to Stephen King. This book? Girl from the Well or The Suffering? The companion novel to Rin Chupeco's The Girl from the Well, which Kirkus called, whoever Kirkus is, a Stephen King like horror story. Maybe he hasn't really read much Stephen King. <laughs> I'm thinking. This says unforgettable drama that echoes Stephen King infused with Japanese culture. I'm telling you right now, I'm having trouble remembering any part of it. From School Library Journal. So I'm not sure unforgettable this, the, is the... the Apparently the next one has romance. With whom? I don't know. It so just we're says dropping teens, Callie out of the story altogether and we're going to have Teens will savor the vivid portrayal of ghost exorcism as well as the action-packed adventure, romance, and drama of this tale. <laughs> okay yeah i okay well we haven't made that decision yet so we'll discuss it later but the thing about stephen king and his stories is the depth of them to the to where they're almost unreadable because there's so much depth to them and i would say this this one had like no depth so i don't know how you get steve stephen king okay you're going to be done playing with that you're going to pay attention to the conversation we're having you said i don't know how one gets Compared to Stephen King when they lack depth. Yeah. I was listening. I just I guess. Being able to repeat my words back to me <laughs> doesn't mean you're listening to me. Oh, we had this conversation. Yes, we did. Before. You were never as good at it as your brother was. So I didn't claim to be as good yeah. as my brother at it. In fact, I'm terrible at it. Yep. That's because I actually listen to what you're mm -hmm. saying. I just sometimes slip my focus. Yes, you play with it now. <laughs> this ugly little thing can sit here. It's not ugly. It is ugly. It's not ugly. In Latin words. <laughs> what is it supposed to be? It's the Loch Ness, Ness Monster. monster. <laughs> <laughs> and you heat it up and you cuddle it. I, I, it's a little heated Loch Ness Monster. How the fuck do you get Loch Ness Monster out of this? Because its name is It messy. doesn't have any humps. It's got a tail. Its name is Nessie. Just because you name something Nessie doesn't make it the last. I could name this glass Nessie. Oh, it's the Loch Ness Monster. monster. <laughs> uh, anyway. Sure. Sea Monster. Okay, Sea Monster, I'll give you. Loch Ness Monster? I'm nearly positive it's Loch Ness Monster. It could just be an, a sea monster. I and, ordered and, it like and, four know, months ago. And, and it's still and, an ugly sea. Cute. Um, the Loch Ness Monster would not be a sea monster. Because a lock is a lake. I feel like it is supposed to be a Loch Ness Monster, though, despite the incorrect body shape, just because it's got the flippers. Um, a, sea monster, a, a sea monster would have flippers. Would they always have flippers? They don't have, like, little claws? No. How do you swim in the ocean if you... You can still have a tail. Shit. I don't Sorry. Know. Crocodiles swim I, just I fine. I had it wrong. It's Stanley the Sea Serpent. Okay, there you ah, go. Yes, that I get. From its serpentine body. Well, it's closer to that than Nessie. It's still cute. It's not ugly. It's ugly. <laughs> okay, it's it's not ugly. It's and here I'm just thinking nothing... about you getting the getting you the gargoyle version, Ooh, but no. Now now let me see that. I have to. 
go find it because it's not on this page. The gargoyle one I might be interested in. I gotta get to it. The only problem is it does have lavender in that one. I'm not allergic to lavender. No, but heating it up could be a problem for my sister. She can suck it up. Where? <laughs> I'm so sympathetic to my children's ailments. Is she allergic to lavender? Yes. She is. Oh, massively. And onions now. Yeah, that one's developed here recently. No big boss onions are gross. Yep. So is lavender. I will find this later and yeah, show you because yeah. I can't find it at the moment. That's all right. Oh, maybe it's under limited and holiday. I'm assuming you're going to cut all this out. No, people can just listen to us I discuss. I apologize. <laughs> serpent. That you have to sit here while they do their little internet searches. <laughs> okay, so what did we think of the dad? Because I wanted to kick him in the teeth through the entire thing. He was so freaking naive. Oh my God. Uh, and, and so self-absorbed. I. It's like you've got a child that is withering away and you got to go do a business deal. Yeah. Anyway, that was... That conversation. What are we going to talk about now? I don't know. Step away from the fucking computer and engage in the conversation. I was trying to find you the gargoyle. We can wait. Because I realized I got a special, like, sneak peek of knowing that they were coming. And so it's not on the website yet. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Father was an asshole. Yeah. So I don't think we're doing the suffering because we, we're struggling here and I feel like that is not going to bode well for another week. And last week our episode was short too, or last time our episode was pretty short too. It's so funny. We don't really like the book. The episode's short. We really like the book. The, the episode's, episode's short. <laughs> um, there's no arguing. And I'm not in a mood to argue with these guys about this book. I was going to say, you want to argue? We can argue. Oh, I, don't I mean, I've already covered all the stuff that I wrote in my extremely short, short amount of notes. Yeah. Oh, I like your little wolf drawing. Um, so, on that note, what's our first reading thing, Lima, Bob, or Sarah? Uh, how exciting. Sarah, how exciting did you find this book? Okay, but one. A one? Okay. Kim? I would give it a Three. Neutral excitement. No, I don't like the way you guys do these ratings. Well, that's why we're going to be changing the system. Know. Like, I didn't choose the system. I just work within it. Okay, well, I don't I like it. I am changing it. Thank you for okay. kissing me. No, no, no. It's it's the whole three being neutral. Now I can't remember where my brain was going but with wouldn't this. Three being neutral any, or like middle ground anyway. Yeah. I was interested in... I was interested in aspects of it that never really kind of panned out. So that sounds negative, and if so, it should be like a two. But it, yeah, we'll let it go with that. We'll say two or three. You could say two point five. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could capture that on sound of what you just did, but I can't. Um. I gave it, I, well, I didn't really give it anything, but if I were to give it something. <laughs> we were so good in the beginning of recording this. We all marked our books. And I worked my book. Um, excitement. So much suspense. <sighs> no, I'm sorry. More than what was in the book. My brain, this is the first day off I've had in two weeks, and my brain has gone, mm, no. <sighs> So a five. I, I found it exciting. I, I read it quickly. Edge of your seat, huh? Yes. Wow. Okay. Cool. 
<laughs> I guess we need to read the next book. You were very excited about well, it. No, I only said I was good with an ending like this. Okay. Was I know, I was, uh, no. <laughs> that that'll piss me off on levels that I cannot even describe to you. So it could end up being a long episode. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Kim rages from the <laughs> We've What's had a few episodes our next of Kim one? Raging. <laughs> it's not good. What? What's, What's the, the next, next one? one? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ease of reading. <laughs> Kim, how easy did you find this read? Oh, it was five. It was okay. very easy to read. No complications. I also gave it a five. Yeah. Oh, really? Very easy. Very easy. Yeah. No, I, found I didn't hate it, too. so it was like, whatever. Okay. Okay. And then I think your next one is emotional, emotional reaction. reaction. What'd you give it, Sarah? I gave it a three. I had no reaction. I mean, that's better than... Yeah, I didn't hate it. Like I yeah, said, I didn't yeah. hate it. I just, I read it, and it was done, and I was like, okay. It was bland like oatmeal. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Three. Three? Okay. I think a four? Didn't make me cry, so I really can't give it a five. Um, and then Kim, overall. Okay, well, on Goodreads, I gave it a four, but now I'm down to a three. <laughs> I know. I saw you reading on Goodreads. I was like, I oh, that's okay. I, again, I, I was very interested in the story that it was trying to tell. But it didn't end in a capacity that interested no, you. No, I, I don't. Because you found the shrine thing at that point. I think that's I where just, it lost I, you. I, 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 yeah, it, yeah, it, it lost me. I don't think it's the end that lost me. I think that there was a whole lot of skipping of stones across the water and not really any. It was, it was flat. <laughs> I was saying a whole lot of analogies the ocean of the last yeah. book and <laughs> yeah. a lot of analogies and nothing ever panned out. Yeah. No. Okay. What about you, Sarah? What was your overall rating? Two. Okay. Not a three. You weren't neutral. No, I, I didn't particularly think it was good. I just, okay. On Goodreads, two isn't. It's okay. I think so. Okay. I just stuck with that. It, okay. It's okay. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> It wouldn't come to my brain if anybody asked me for a recommendation. Of yeah, I mean, it's like, is not what but I, I mean, of. on the offhand, it's like if someone was like, oh, I'm going to read this book, I'd be like, oh, okay, I thought it was fine. I wouldn't Don't be see, like, I Don't. Team come to me asking for Japanese horror. This would be the first thing I'd recommend to them. Not that I know, like, I have a lot of options. I was going to say, how many teens are you going to come up to you and go, "We, I, I know you're a librarian. <laughs> I was like, really? However, <laughs> how many teens are going to come up to you and say, Japanese horror. Oh, uh, actually, probably a fair amount because Japanese, the manga books are some of the most popular books that get checked out of the library by teens. Yeah, and there are some. Yeah, never mind. We'll go there. We won't. We'll just leave it alone. Go. Cool. Uh, so originally, I gave it like a five on Reed Reads, but I think it's more of a 4.5 for me. Um, nice use of a decimal. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're, you're, you're. You're emoting on your face, and I can't capture that via that was, audio. It was funny. She just gave me a glare guy because she used to use a decimal. <laughs> I can't choose between two or three. <laughs> just slap a decimal on there. You have so much attitude in your body language. <laughs> it's just not going to translate. Oh, as we're dying. <laughs> One of us is dying. Oh, girl. We're all dying. What are we going to have for dinner? We're not okay. dying yet. Oh, that, that is something I did like about this book. But what? we'll go there because we're going to do quotes. So I'll, I'll pull it out of quotes. Are we doing quotes? We're going to do quotes. quotes. 
I got to turn on my thing so somebody talk in the meantime. I don't have a quote. Okay, so I had a quote, but I can't remember exactly what it was. So I think this is what I remember. Um, Gone are the kimono and the white obi tied around my waist, and gone are the simple ornaments that I weave into my hair as I did for Chochin festivals during my once life. Gone is the wistful expression, the desire to step out and join these little fireflies in the bright unknown. Instead, my dead spirit looks back down on her, my bloodied robes and knotted locks of hair, the mangled neck and sightless eyes. Callie recoils, stricken. I love the fact that this is nearly to the end of the book. And when she had, when we were given the opportunity for Kiko to like transcend and, you know, find happiness, she says, fuck no, I am a vengeful ghost. And she's back to looking creepy. While as in Western culture, it would be the, oh, you know, transcending onto the next life. And Okiko doesn't do that. And I, I appreciated that. That is all. Thank you for sharing. Well, you were looking for your quotes. <laughs> just so funny. I know, I'm like, she wanted to know what you, I <laughs> don't know. Like, Thank no, you for sharing. <laughs> As if you barged in there and was like, well, I have a quote right now. You guys are being mean to me. You guys are being mean to me. I know, I know, I know. So, this is, I liked this. Mm -hmm. Funerals seem less about comforting the souls of these dearly departed than about comforting the people they leave behind. Which has always been my philosophy about death. Death isn't about the dying, it's about the living. I really... Thank you for sharing. I really, because you were, you asked... You asked about what we were going to have for dinner, and then you went, oh, oh. I thought you were about to pull out some random quote about ramen in there. <laughs> no idea what you <laughs> You were playing with my highlighter, and you said, what are we going to have for dinner? And then you put the highlighter back. No, and you went, something oh, you said. It was something oh, you said that well, triggered me to I think didn't of trigger, I didn't realize I triggered you. Yeah. I thought you were like, oh, oh, my quote. And no. I thought your quote was going to be about ramen. No, I don't want ramen. <laughs> I, Nobody makes good ramen here. <laughs> saying we were getting ramen for dinner. I thought your quote was going to be about ramen. No. Alrighty. On that note, any last words from anyone? Uh, it seems that Rex is perhaps familiar with Naruto. I wasn't going to use my nephew's name. Have we never said his name before? I'm sure we have. don't think so. We've not really had a reason to talk about him. Well, you can edit that out if you I don't know. feel it's strongly fine. about it. Yeah. Okay, so your last words were something about Rex and Naruto. Yeah, because I looked down and I can see that. Yeah, I said that. I said my nephew really likes Naruto. Oh, He's reading them. I completely him. didn't catch that. I feel very listened to this episode. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I listened to most of it, I think. Aww. I mean, I guess I wouldn't know if I <laughs> missed certain parts. Because you're too busy doodling. Okay, so he knows Naruto, but he doesn't know Tetris. Like He just discovered Naruto. And that's because it's Tetris. Tetris. What does that have to do with Naruto? No, no, it's just because like the last time I was here, or maybe the time before that, I met some crack about Tetris and he had no idea what it was and I was He's just, never played Tetris. I mean I understand that he is a young child and 
I'm not anymore. Is but. my brain in a different stratosphere? Because I cannot follow your guys' connections today at all. I think all three this of us. This entire conversation, I feel like I am coming at it from a different angle. You yeah, that, that might that might be the case. It could be. Because what I, I, I really just, want to know what Tetris has to do with I just feel like Tetris is just something that's more recognizable necessarily than Naruto. Okay, so see I'm, now I yeah. now Sorry. I see it. Wow. So I was just surprised that, that he painful. knew that, but yeah, yeah. But Tetris just went over his head. That's all. Okay. That makes sense to me. <laughs> all right. I can, I can, I, okay. I all see what you're saying there. Yeah. Discarded. No, no, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> I asked for last words and now you guys are discussing Naruto and Tetris. Neither of which really have anything to do with this which is all the more reason to just snip it out, toss no, it in the bin. No, no, people need to recognize that we are chaos. We need to stay on topic at all times. We're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry if people are expecting on-topic conversations the whole time at this point. This is the first time they're listening to us. I, like, I don't know that we've ever stayed on topic. <laughs> no. For an entire episode. No. 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 <laughs> Do you listen to the episode? Oh, no, of course not. No. no. <laughs> I don't like podcasts. <laughs> Are you in one? <laughs> well, because I don't have to listen. That's, that's true. That's true. So Sarah doesn't listen to us, but she expects you to listen to us. Well, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just here to read and talk about books. <laughs> Which is cool. Other people do. When are we their doing the murder bots here? Never, Kim. It's just going to be dangled in front of us as a treat that we can never reach. So we just keep working towards it. So we're mules, and that's our carrot, and we're just plotting forward, reading books endlessly. It's like, oh, it's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> it's no closer now than it was six it months ago. feel like it. It feels like the book list just keeps getting longer. I think we're doing longer. Patreon, if I'm not mistaken. Is it going to be Patreon? No, no, no. We're swapping it. We're doing Akatar for Patreon, and we're doing Murder Bots for the regular podcast. Okay, so yes, it's never happening. No, it's <laughs> happening in August. God oh, damn you. Okay. <laughs> I assume that we didn't have anything planned past our last debate of what to read. So We still have to debate what we're reading next. <laughs> not... During this particular episode, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, shocker, we're not reading the sequel. I don't know what we're reading next time. Um, so, you're more than welcome to stick around and find out when it comes out. And this is us. Chaos. I do want to make us shirts that say chaotic energy, because... Is that going to be our new closing? It's just... Okay, so yes. we need to do, like, chaos. a monkey, monkey see, monkey... You know, because one of us needs to be chaotic evil... One of us needs to be chaotic neutral, and one of us needs to be chaotic good. Which one of us is neutral and one of us is good? I'm neutral, she's evil, and I you're mean, good. I have to be evil, and you have to be good, because you're always defending the books, and I'm always trying to tear them down. I'm and I'm, I'm trying to balance in between. <laughs> <laughs> okay, apparently I'm chaotic good. I mean, do you really think that... You can be chaotic evil. I mean, I guess you could be chaotic neutral, but is she chaotic good? Oh, she is not chaotic good. <laughs> I can be anything I want to be. That's what my mommy told me growing up. Well, you should rescind that and tell me. <laughs> you must be chaotic good. I am chaotic good.
It'd be lawful good. No. no. <laughs> I did not raise that child. <laughs> this this is chaos. This brain is chaos. Anyways, now that we have completely and utterly fallen off the wagon and then tumbled a bit in the ground and then like popped up and went woohoo. Oh, I wanted you to keep taking that. <laughs> I actually expected us to fall into a well at some point during that narrative. <laughs> oh, oh, that no, that would have been too on topic. <laughs> True. True. Our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd really love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. Oh, by the way, as of today, we have 1,500 people on TikTok. So we're making progress, slow but steady. You can also email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. It is at book underscore underscore pile underscore banter. She hasn't stopped the recording yet. (laughs) She has to click multiple times. (laughs) And music. (laughs) 